0: Rosh Hashanah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel 1 3. The mission now turns its attention to the sanctification of the new moon, and that becomes the focal point for the next um, two prakim. This mission actually focuses on the last step of the process, which would be after the new moon and month has been sanctified. So then the Bezdin would send out emissaries, that's the Sanhedrin Agadol, the Sanhedrin would send out emissaries um, to the Jewish communities outside of Jerusalem to notify them of which day had been consecrated as the new moon and the beginning of the new month so they could observe the holidays properly. And therefore, the Mishnah says, Al Shisha Chadashim mm-hmm. There were six months in the year on which the emissaries from the Sanhedrin would go out to notify the Jewish communities um, around there, Yitzchel and beyond. Al Nisan Pesach. The first of the six was the month of Nisan. Again, we're starting from Nisan every time. Nisam they needed to know when the month of Nisan began so they could observe the holiday of Pesach properly. Al-Av, we now skip all the way to the month of Av, Bipnei Hatinus, Because of the Tinus, that's the requirement to fast on the ninth Tishabav, B'Av um, in recognition of the two Batei that were destroyed. It becomes a national day of mourning. You'll note that the Mishnah skipped Tammuz already as well as Sivan before that. The reason why it skipped Sivan is because although it's true that Shavuos does happen to fall out in Sivan, one doesn't need to know when Rosh Chodesh Sivan is to observe Shavuos properly. Shavuos is defined as exactly the 50th day from the count um, after the Omer, starting in, in Pesach time. So that's that. As far as Tammuz goes, there's of course a fast on the 17th of Tammuz, um, which was also a terrible day for the Jewish people, as set forth in Mesach Tinus. However, Technically, the requirement to fast on Tammuz as well as on Gimel Shvat, etc., and Sarbat Tavis are are, uh, are um, rabbinic. And the din is technically that if it's in a time when there is no gezeros, no decrees against the Jewish community and the Jews aren't under the thumb of Gentile oppressors, so then it's up to the community to decide whether they want to fast or not. And in theory, a community could decide that um, not to observe the fast day of, let's say, um, the 17th of Tamas, in which case they would not be required to do so. And since there's no strict obligation, therefore, um, in the same way as there is on Tisha B'Av, which was the most of the other days, um, and recognizes the requirements, of course, already in the Pesukim, etc. So, on those days, there's no necessary requirement to send out Schluchen. They can rely on their calculations and their local customs. But when it comes to Tisha B'Av, not the case. Now, when it comes to, let's say, Pesach, we had before, the observance is based on what the emissaries notify the community. For communities that are further afar afield, that the emissaries can't reach them in time to notify them when Pesach would fall out, when they have to go to the Chomet, etc. So those communities would be observing two days of Pesach Based on the Suffolk, the, since uncertain, they'll observe both days in the Suffolk. This the Reise, Pesach, and that's the source of the famous Yom Tov the two days of Yom Tov out in exile. As far as the calculations go, it's important to know that the emissaries would not be Mechal Shabbos, and they would not be Mechal Yom Tov. They wouldn't travel on those days to get further, or far out to notify Jewish communities. And therefore, actually, not in Nisan, Pesach time, but in Tishrei would be the smallest window of opportunity to travel because they wouldn't leave on the first days of Rosh Hashanah. That's already one day of Yom Tov. Of course, they're going to pass through a Shabbos. And then you also have Yom Kippur. Typically, years, it wouldn't be the same necessarily. So they won't travel on Yom Kippur either. Um, So that means that the time which they would have to get to the communities to notify them when Sukkot would fall out was shorter, a smaller window than the time to get to notify them about and Pesach would fall. The minig is that communities that didn't know all the holidays, including Sukkot, when they arrived with certainty, those are the ones who kept two days of Yom Tov and out of Suffolk, and the ones that always knew in time, they're the ones that kept one day of Yom Tov. The mission continues on now and says, we're listing six months, we've had two so far. The third is Al Elul Mepnei Rosh Hashanah, they went out in the month of Elul, which of course is the month that precedes Rosh Hashanah, to notify the communities um, when Rosh Chodesh Elul was, so they can know when to observe Rosh Hashanah. This is because in the vast majority, and essentially, as to the extent that Chazal could arrange in every Elul was a short month of just twenty-nine days. So the thirtieth day from Rosh Chodesh Elul would be Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, what we call Rosh Hashanah, and therefore they relied on that on that uh, that Rove. The majority of instances. According to Rashi, in the time of the Mishnah, they only kept one day Rosh Hashanah. Um, Tosa says no. In any case, now, of course, we have two days. Um, but in any case, they needed to know when Rosh Hashanah would fall to the best of their ability, because, of course, there's no way for the emissaries to get from Yushalayim very far on Rosh Hashanah to notify them when Rosh Hashanah was confirmed to be. So they relied on that, on that rove. Al Tishrei. Now, in the month of Tishrei, they would go out again, Mipnate Takanas Hamoados, to fix up the holidays. This is because, of course, there wasn't just one but two holidays in Tishrei, um, both Yom Kippur as well as Sukkot. And although they did rely on the majority of Elul's being 29 days to figure out when Rosh Hashanah was, people were nervous when it comes to Yom Kippur um, to rely on just that assumption. Um, although it's true, Midorites, you can rely on the Ro, the majority of cases, but still, it's Yom Kippur. No one wants to find out after the fact that they took a leniency and ended up eating on Yom Kippur. And therefore, the to the extent possible, we notify the communities when Yom Kippur will fall so that they could not fast um, on the wrong day. And then they continue to, on, to continue to go on so they can know when Hamsukka um, is as well. Al-Kislev, Hanukkah. Kislev, of course, at the end of the month, 25th becomes Hanukkah, and therefore they need to know when to observe it so the again, the hemispheres went out. It seems from many sources that farther out communities kept an extra day it's called nine days of Hanukkah because of this Suffolk. Not all agree to that, but it seems very, very, very possible, even though it's a Darabana. al Adar Purim, they also went out, the sixth month was an Adar. They went out um, to notify people when the Rosh Chodesh Adar was so they could observe Purim properly on the 14th or 15th, if it was a walled city, one time of Joshua. So that, of course, is a requirement as well. It seems that they did not keep two days of Purim, um, even if they did keep two days of Hanukkah or an extra day of Hanukkah. And perhaps the reason why is because there's a special verse in the Megillah which says, "Lo um, you can't cross over past the 15th to an extra day. Um, and uh, that being the case, perhaps is the reason why they only kept one day of Purim wherever they were, as appropriate, regardless of their Hanukkah observance. If when there was the hamikdash standing, Yotzin af... Al Pesach Katan, also for the holiday of Pesach Shaini, um, which happens in the month of Iyar, the month after Nisan, those who are too far to bring their korban Pesach and would bring their Pesach Sheni the next month. And they needed to know the timing of that to know what kind of rush they were in and um, when they had to get to Yerushalayim by. And therefore, again, the emissaries went out to notify people about Pesach Sheni to bring their korban Pesach. But that, of course, only applicable when there is a basis that should bring the korban and Pesach, Pesach Sheni, And therefore, it only was applicable during the time when the base of McTish was standing.